Welcome into another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lou. Make sure you visit them in the heart of Joppa, Missouri on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. Not a matter of if, a matter of when you're going to need that oil change in those tire service. Again, get that taken care of right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube. And welcome in. We appreciate all of you joining us, as always. Uh, a little bit of a different schedule. It's just fall, winter. <laughs> It's holiday busy. season, baby. It's <laughs> holiday season. Holiday season. And this I year's love it. flying by, man. Next week, oh, Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Can you believe that? Thanksgiving is next week. Shortly after that, Christmas. We're in the holiday season. Mm-hmm. We're going to start the podcast like, hey, man, you know what? Actually, I got to take a quick piss break. Give me one second. <laughs> Throw back to the old days when we were doing the daily show. I stepped in your bathroom, flipped the light switches on. One's the automatic heater. That thing made a, a, a creepy screaming noise. Uh-huh. Last time I experienced that, I thought it was Bloody Mary in a bathroom. I thought we were past spooky <laughs> season, speaking of holidays. Never. So uh, <laughs> glad it wasn't. I'm good. I made it here. Here we go. Well, today I was sitting in my classroom just doing my regular old thing, and my curtains that cover my window to the outside fell scared the crap out of me <laughs> in front of all of my students and my principal. Like they all got to see me jump like a little sixth grade girl. <laughs> yeah. But like well, well something behind me falls and like light comes through the window because I had the lights off. We were working from the board and stuff. Absolutely terrified me. So I'm right there with you. It is it's close to holiday season. We will be off next week yep. for holiday season. Um, are you are you a holiday guy? Christmas, Thanksgiving. Oh, big Christmas, Thanksgiving. So. It's kind of just like we had this big discussion last year. Where I think Matt guested with us right around this time last year and, and talking about it. And it was just like, well, how in the world do you not like Thanksgiving? He's like, I don't mind it. It's just mm-hmm. all the food that's there and like the turkey usually isn't like I'm just not that big a fan of turkey. Like I actually like ham more. So it's just kind of like, a, eh, like it's all right. But like Christmas, just a holiday of giving, like that. That I like to do. Yeah. So. Plus, the family's around, everyone's opening gifts, you're having a good time, or playing games. Um, I think this year for holidays, Grandpa said something the other day of, like, no phones, because Grandma took mm. pictures of us last year, and there's, like, six of us at the table, and yeah. all of us are on our phones just, like, looking down. And Grandpa's like, yep, not a fan of this. This year, we're playing games. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Board games. We're playing Yahtzee and Monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have six hours cleared. I've turned into that as a parent almost, though, of like the, okay, no phones at the table. Like My daughters both have phones now. Uh, they got them for uh, birthdays in October. So they have phones, and they can actually like, text their friends and stuff now. So now it's like, a, hey, not right now. Like, give, yeah. give me an hour where we're not. On our phones. Yeah. But sometimes I'm, I am the guilty party of like, whoa, 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 something big just happened. The Bills fired Ken Dorsey. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let me check my phone real quick. And Love you, girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joke's on them. I've got a smartwatch. Um, holidays, I like them too. It is, it's so busy. Yes. I don't like them as much as other people do. Well, you're about to get busier. <laughs> exactly. Now, <moving laughs> <Yes>. forward. <laughs> right, yeah. Big welcome, day coming up. Welcome back to the in-laws. Yeah. Um, it's just so stressful to try to plan everything. 
and try to be everywhere. Plus, my schedule is already loaded because I have to work around being a divorced dad. Oh, yep. Now Another I'm gonna have ball. to. Yeah, now I'm gonna Man. have to work around having in-laws again, yeah. which sounds like a really big complaint. I'm not. They are great people. My daughters are also wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love spending time with them. It's just so hard to schedule everyone in the same spot at the same time. Like even this year, I'm missing my own family's Thanksgiving, but my daughters are still going. <laughs> That's how good my mom's cooking is. They love it so much that my daughters have worked around it with their mom and my mom of like, can we still go to the Miller Thanksgiving? <laughs> we ain't skipping that one. <laughs> yeah. They had to miss it last year because I was sick. So oh, I was yeah, sick and couldn't right. go. And my youngest daughter, Maddie, was sick, so we couldn't go. And Maya has been pissed at us for an entire year because she missed it. So this year, she was like, I'm not missing it. I don't care if you're out of town. I don't care if you're sick. I'm going to that Thanksgiving. And luckily for her, she got it figured out. But I, I'm not the big holiday fan that most people are, but I, I've started listening to Christmas music already. So I haven't done that yet. For me, it's like... I like Christmas music. I really do. But I have got to be in the spirit of Christmas. And right now, I just remember today that Thanksgiving's next week. So I'm not ready to listen to Mariah Carey, Just Let It Belt. Oh, but yeah. Friday afterwards, Black Friday, mm-hmm. get your singing on. That's heart. usually when I put my tree up. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to have a tree this year. I don't know if i got enough room in my new place. My it's landlord really said overrated. they were going to, this might sound a little different, they love Christmas, and they're like, we're just going to put one right there on the front porch. I was like, okay. Like, we just love decorating outside. I was like, you got it. Like, it's all right. <laughs> like, I don't care. So your space. Kind of unexpected, but cool, cool. Uh-huh. Um, my parents have gone years before without putting up trees. Really? Mm-hmm. But when Are your parents to- big holiday people? Mm-hmm. Like decorational wise, or is it more of? I would the say that they're big aspect? family people. Yeah, but not holidays. But like the holidays is what brings everyone in. So they're like, yes, Christmas. <laughs> We're about it. All the boys are back. <laughs> That's what they're in it for. Like as far as like decorations, no, like none. There have been multiple years where my mom hasn't done a Christmas tree, and part of the reason why is because we take up so much space that she was like, I'm not putting up a tree yeah. just for it to take up space. That's where Matt stands. I'm yeah. not putting the tree We there. need that space <laughs> for presents, not putting up a tree. So Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Go for it. I don't care. She might as well hang it from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. That's, not be a bad like idea. cat people do that. Have you seen that? Uh, Upside down tree, hang it from your oh, ceiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cats are still psychic. I just, I don't mind cats. No need to shit on cats right now. Cats are fine. Cats are gross. But <laughs> also, have I fed cats in my backyard in the last month? Yes, I have. Because sometimes they're cute and they eat mice. And that's really what's important to me. I had a mouse a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, it's changed my perspective on cats. You had a mouse in here? I had a mouse in the house. Where's it at? Oh, Dead. Very, very dead. Gone. Yeah, she gone. And I think it was just a one-off thing. But, like, I don't do <laughs> This mouse is running around like, man, wait till I tell the boys about Listen this. Listen to the when... podcast. Yeah. They're talking about us again. <laughs> the mouse man, is mentioned on my Check out my new castle. <laughs> yeah. But it was, the, it was over the summer, and I haven't seen any trace of one since. So I think one just found its way in 
and it quickly found its way out as well. And you know what else did? Ken Dorsey found his way oh, out boy. of Buffalo um, after two seasons. I, I remember being pretty excited about this hire, mainly because I watched him at Miami when he was in college and uh, won a national championship, was the quarterback of one of the greatest college football teams ever. And he was one of those guys where it's like, where is he now? And this was about five years after college. Mm -hmm. And I can remember looking him up, and he was, I think, with the Panthers as a like lower-level area scout, maybe. And has Dang. worked his way up to the OC. Uh, got the job in Buffalo. Now he is out in Buffalo. I don't know if it's Ken Dorsey's fault, but the Bills had to do something. Yeah, and They are just not playing well. They lose to the Bills last – or sorry, the Broncos last night, 24-22. And Josh Allen just – his struggled. I, I know our guy Brooks was even talking about it last night. Like is the Madden curse back? Like Yeah. I don't know if this is a Madden curse or uh we lost our really good offensive coordinator who's in New York now. And his offense has gone struggling too at times. But like for this mm -hmm. for Ken Dorsey, this is just a guy to take the fall because it does feel like Sean McDermott is next. You know, he has changed uh the direction of the Buffalo Bills uh, franchise, which is fantastic, but it's kind of one of those things where you sit and you look at it and go, you've gotten really, really close. You just haven't gotten over the hump. What's the difference? And some people might look at it, I mean, especially if you look at it from an NBA point of view, right? We've seen that several times where a coach has a lot of success, gets his team to the finals, they lose, then he's fired. New coach mm -hmm. comes in, then they go win the finals, and you're sitting here like, did the coach really make that much of a difference? Maybe just that little bit of a message in the locker room throughout a season does a different perspective with things. Maybe that's what the Bills are kind of thinking or maybe looking at going forward here. But at this point in time, it's Ken Dorsey that's going to take the fall. But in my opinion, it's neither of these guys. It's Josh Allen. This is a guy who has gotten better each year in the league and has became one of the, or become one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. But it's a dude that's also notorious for just turning the ball over. Yeah. He's got that rocket arm. He wants to make plays. And, you know, year after year, we've seen it to where it's like, why in the world did you just throw that? Mm -hmm. What a stupid decision or interception. But at the same time, you're going to make a play later in the game where you rush for a touchdown and you hurdle three guys, you know, and, or truck somebody as you get in or you hit a 60-yard bomb. Those are the makeup plays that we're not seeing from Josh Allen. And I saw it today that it was pointed out that this is the oldest team in the National Football League, averaging, I think, close to 28 years old, hmm. if not over that. And Their Super Bowl window, I mean, it, it's looking hmm. bad. And I know we've talked about it leading up into the season as well and a couple years ago of like, hey, it's closing quickly. Like, they only got one or two more opportunities, and yeah. this looks like the last one, and it ain't going well. Well, and over the summer, and we talked about Stephon Diggs. Like, mm -hmm. what's it going to look like if – Buffalo's not good, and right now they are not good. They're five and five. Um, I mean, up until even this week, they were a team that I still believed in. I don't think I do anymore. Not after you lose to the Broncos. Yeah, and maybe the Broncos are starting to turn things around. I like maybe. I doubt it. Maybe, but I just can't imagine a world where you lose to the Buffalo Bills, or sorry, to the Denver Broncos when you're the Buffalo Bills. This is a team that should be contending for Super Bowls. And like you said, they're a veteran team now. They're not even a young team anymore where it's like, oh, okay, Josh Allen's still young in the in the league. He's going to make those mistakes. He's going to learn from it. No, he's a veteran now. He's, yeah. he's an old quarterback in this league. Like, What's going to happen with Stephon Diggs now that they're not winning games? And even last night, um, he had three catches on five targets. He's not going to be happy with that. He's not going to be happy with the loss. Um, and, you know, there were already rumors about, does he want out of Buffalo? So I, I think that 
maybe Ken Dorsey is just the first stepping stone of this. Uh, and it kind of sucks to see because I, I wanted to see Buffalo be good for yeah. once in my life or see them win a Super Bowl. And I just don't know if they're ever going to make it to that. And Josh Allen is a great quarterback. He's just not playing like it this year. It, just not at all. And if you look at it in the fantasy perspective, dude's killing it. Because, I mean, he's just got just tons of throwing. I mean, I think he's leading the league in passing touchdowns as well, but he's also up there in interceptions. And you're just sitting here looking at it going like, all right, man, we just need a couple of these guys to make some more plays. And even defensively, they haven't been consistent. And that's kind of where I brought up the point earlier of, you know, maybe Sean McDermott's the next one and Ken Dorsey's just kind of the first one out the door because both sides of the ball have not been playing well. And the losses that you have this season are two teams that you should not be losing to. Like the loss to the Jets. Mm, the loss to the Patriots, absolutely not. The loss to the Broncos, I can get it in the sense of the Broncos have looked better the last couple of weeks. Even the week before they're by and coming off, they beat Kansas City. They're able to hold them and compete with them both times they've played, eventually winning that one at home. But then coming into Buffalo, you're sitting here and you're looking at this game and the loss, and it was just stupid mistakes that led to it as well, like just silly turnovers, a lot of things that are kind of out of your control, but the things that are in your control is what you're still making mistakes on, and with you being the oldest team in the league on the average, you shouldn't be making these type of plays at all. You shouldn't have be, you shouldn't be having these type of mistakes, and they are. So, I, you know, it's kind of one of those things where we can point the finger at this guy or that guy, or, you know, Stefan Diggs can be doing it as well, but, you know, like I say all the time, you point one finger at somebody, you got about three more pointing right back at you. You gotta look at yourself in the mirror and figure out what can I do different to help this team instead of just pointing the finger at somebody else. You almost have to wonder, like you always say with coaches, has the message gone stale with yeah. Sean McDermott? Which I like him too. I, I thought he was one of the best coaches in the league, but now you're sitting here at five and five. That's just not a record that this team should have. So I mean, they're gonna have to figure out something. I don't know if firing Ken Dorsey is the move. Maybe it is. Maybe they come back next week. And, and Joe Brady's the next man up. Yeah. And at one point, this is Joe Brady from LSU, right? Like, yeah, this Wonder is the Boy. Guy at one point, it was like, this is the next Sean mm-hmm. McVay. Yeah. Is what yeah, a lot so of people were putting out there. We'll see. Uh, Josh Allen has not been playing great, but another quarterback that has is C.J. Stroud. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about him uh, because he just keeps playing very, very well. And now he's even getting himself into that MVP discussion, yeah. which is pretty crazy. He's a rookie quarterback. Yeah. But the Texans look so good right now that I agree with at least the takes. He should be in the discussion. You want to hear something crazy? CJ Stroud is the guy that I make on make a player <laughs> when I play Madden. Like the the look that he's got, the number, you end up getting mm-hmm. drafted to a shitty team. Nobody knows really anybody that's on it. Yeah. And you just make shit happen. He's a real life make a player. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just looking at the Texans top to bottom three years ago, this franchise was garbage. It was done. It was over with. We were like, yeah, these guys have just run themselves into the mud. Holy cow, this franchise must be cursed. Yeah. After, and, I mean, after Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And that is like. Firing Bill O'Brien. Mm-hmm. I mean, just it was one thing after another. The allegations from the owner um, and how that situation was handled in 2020. The, the famous reporter in the area, you know, having all these reports out about the team, whether they were correct or not. And it's just like, man, there is nothing positive coming out of Houston with this team. All of a sudden, you get here to the draft. You take C.J. Stroud. You immediately turn around and take Will Anderson. You have D'Amico Ryan as your head coach. Things are looking great for Houston right now. And everyone on the team is stepping up and making plays. Like Robert Woods, Bobby Trees, 
That guy made some plays over the weekend. He's been making plays the last couple of weeks. He's just not the big name in the league anymore. Mm-hmm. Noah Brown, 27-year-old wide receiver, he's come out of nowhere the last couple of weeks and has just been absolutely tearing it up. Um, my guy, Nico Collins, I don't think he played this last week, but he's had some splash games. Uh, Damian Pierce, splash running back last year, injured this last week. They pretty much just stopped running the ball with him, thinking like, okay, maybe Houston's just not going to run the ball. Boom, Devin Singletary, check this mm-hmm. out, guy pretty efficient running back. And yep. Houston just finds ways to make plays. And last, you know, a couple weeks ago, it was against Tampa, game-winning drive by C.J. Stroud. You're like, all right, pretty neat, it's against Tampa. Right. See what happens yeah. this next week. That was week. me. <laughs> yeah, you did it against Cincinnati, and your defense stood up against Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase. I mean, it was the Cincinnati Bengals at full force offensively. And then defensively for the Houston Texans, you're able to match up with that. And then your offense goes and moves the ball mm-hmm. down the field to get a game-winning field goal. Absolutely love it. Houston is a, a, a team I'm rooting for right now. I find myself doing it, too. Year. Yeah. I, I like C.J. Stroud. I know you were big on him. I don't remember. I think I had him QB1 as well. I liked Bryce Young, but mm-hmm. I liked C.J. Stroud a little bit more. And I, he definitely looks it. I mean, yeah. like we said, he's going to be rookie of the year. We did that a couple weeks ago. Uh, barring like I don't know something crazy, like just I don't think that anything will happen that loses it for him. Which means are there any of the rookies that we're overlooking? I mean, I think uh, Jordan Addison probably had a chance there for a little bit. Then Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins got hurt. Um, Jackson right. Smith and Jigba, he's not having enough splash uh, plays over there. John Robinson hasn't been doing anything in weeks. Like is he banged up or the Falcons just sick. not playing him? Arthur Smith just pissed at him. Who yeah. knows? So I, I think that it's going to be C.J. Stroud. Again, maybe something crazy would happen, but he's just playing so well, and he's doing it at the quarterback position. Those quarterbacks win awards. Like yeah. That's just what you do. Uh, and he's playing lights out. So, like, should he be an MVP candidate? Like, probably, just because nobody else has really ran away with it. Yeah. Like, you're going to give it to Tua. You're going to give it to Mahomes. Lamar Jackson, you know, has one splash week and then, and then does nothing the next week. Yeah. And you yeah. lose to Cincinnati. Uh-huh. Uh, or, uh, Cleveland. Your guy that you put out there, like Jalen Hurts, yeah. he's he's up there. But even him, I don't know that he's really having, like, that MVP season yet. Yeah. I mean, we'll see this next Monday night. It's a true opportunity to see if one of those two guys can yes. prove that, yeah. like, I'm the MVP front runner. Yeah. We kind of alluded to it, so I'll just go ahead and mention it. Next week, I will be on my honeymoon. I'm watching that football game. Yeah, wait, whoa, how? On Monday night. Monday night football. When do you leave for it? Sunday. I don't even think I know where you're going, to be honest with you. Charleston, South Carolina. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, you'll be fine. Okay, yeah, no. you're good. No, I will in have Kansas City. Yeah, you'll, you'll be good. YouTube TV wherever yeah. I go. <laughs> <laughs> it might be on a nightstand on my phone, but the game will be on. Absolutely. <laughs> like, that's a, Honey, that's a leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> what a start to the marriage. <laughs> she gets it, so she yeah. will be watching as well. And like, will Taylor Swift be there? I don't know. God, I hope we so. Travis about- Kelsey needs a big game. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I haven't talked about them in a while. And I've also, I keep seeing this meme, and some people have even tagged me in it. It's Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey when they were at Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. And it says, like, one is dating Taylor Swift and the other is in the running for Sexiest Man Alive. Yeah. Is it true or yes. is that just a joke? No, yeah. Jason, Jason Kelsey Kelsey's... was nominated for <laughs> Sexiest Man Alive. I love it. Yeah, for People Magazine, I believe is what it is. It's yeah, about he time was nominated. big guys get nominated. But like, you're sitting here looking at this photo like, Jason Kelsey looks like an absolute he's like a bowl cut. Travis Kelsey looks like some freaking tryhard that thinks he's the cool white kid. Uh-huh. Turns out he is, and he's got Taylor Swift wrapped around his finger, respectfully. Uh-huh. 
I mean, karma is a guy on the Chiefs coming home to me. Fucking sign me up, baby. Oh yeah. Every time I see that video, I just I'm smiling at my phone like a schoolgirl. <laughs> like I am just so infatuated with this love story that uh-huh. it just fills me up with joy and love. Yeah, I think a lot of people are in the same boat as us. Yeah. At least if you're, you know, I want to say if you're a Chiefs fan, but even some Chiefs fans hate on it too. Yeah, but I think like at this point, like for her to do that at a concert, I think we all mm-hmm. realize like this is another level. It's a big deal. Yeah, they might end up getting married. And all the Taylor, like all the all the Taylor Swifties, all the Swifties, are pretty much like all over TikTok. Like, I think this is the one. Uh huh. Like, you they like you know, here's the thing with Swifties, they are so good at just piecing things together. Like, they are oh the gosh, true detectives, detectives of uh-huh. this country, of <laughs> like a fandom, a cult, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Because all like of that. you see. And let me tie this back to sports. Like a Tom Brady interview where he's, you know, does a speech of like, you know, I wasn't friends with anybody on the field. It was, you know, I had to find a way to get this emotional advantage where I got pissed off. He's like, what'd they say? What'd they say about me? What, who do they think? Just, and then the people are splicing that, making these cool videos and tying it to his highlight tapes. Like Swifties are doing the same thing with Taylor Swift in former press interviews of like what she looks for in a guy and what she wants and, you know, how she's been treated in the past and how she wants to be treated going forward. And then it's just like, Boom, like all these things with her and Travis Kelsey. And it's like, this is this is him. Travis Kelsey is him. He is him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't be happier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm right there. Obviously, I am a Swifty for real. <laughs> but it, it's kind of nice to see both of them. Like, like I said, we talked about it a while ago. These are my worlds colliding mm-hmm. of being a Swifty and a Chiefs fan. I'm about it. Whatever makes you happy. Uh, we did have a listener question that I, I wanted to get to because, you know, we got off the rails a little bit. Just and it minute. says, uh, fellas, thoughts on proposing on or near Christmas, asking for a friend? I say go for it. I think on, like, don't take the uh, – I, so for, I always heard don't do holidays, birthdays, or anniversaries. Don't propose on those days. Let those days have their own time and moment and specialness to it. Mm-hmm. Let that day that you propose have its own moment. Let it have its opportunity to shine. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Like, do it around Christmas, absolutely, and then you get to celebrate with family when you see them if you're going to do it before. But doing it on Christmas Day might take a little bit out mm-hmm. of the, the holiday spirit for somebody else. Yeah. First time around, I did it uh, around Christmas time. Ooh. Didn't work. <laughs> That hope story better, did not end well. Hope you have better karma than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think it's fine. I kind of agree with you, though, that not on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Around Christmas, near Christmas, sure. If you get like a, a snowfall night, you're having a romantic moment, you got that ring in your pocket, mm. go for it. Yeah. Do it. Sounds like every Hallmark movie ever made. That's what I'm going oh, for. Oh, are you someday. back in town? Yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere? Hi. I say go for it. Oh, I, big city girl pissed off to be in a small town. <laughs> A cute guy comes around the corner willing to help out. You know, I say, like, I'm not really into holidays and Christmas. Dude, I'm a rom-com watching some bitch. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I love it. I got, I'm got. i trying to go to sleep. Can't figure anything out. Maybe I'll fall asleep too. A little good. Like, feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Do you have a I'm go-to? falling asleep to love. Do you have a go-to rom-com? Uh, I don't know if it's a good or a bad one, but No Strings Attached. Yeah, Ashton me too. Kut- Are you serious? Uh, that one or the, uh, the other Kutcher one. Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman. Friends with uh, Benefits. Friends with Benefits, yeah. Those are both That good. one I don't necessarily like as much. Just mm-hmm. just Timberlake kind of irritates me as an actor sometimes. But like, yeah. Ashton Kutcher just seems like a dude you'd be friends with. Plus, I just love all of his movies. Mm-hmm. I think it was like two years ago. I was like, that's me. I'm living that life. Not anymore. 
Uh, How about that? <laughs> look at you go. Yeah, just Couldn't open enough about you. things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, up, brother. <laughs> right? I I am I love Christmas movies though. Like yeah. I love Christmas music. I love the movies. Just not the actual day. Do we get Hallmark <laughs> Channel on YouTube TV? I don't know. I hope so. Might have to check that one out. Because there'll be times I go over to my grandma's, and that's all my grandma's got on is Hallmark movies. There'll be times I'm sitting there talking to her, enjoying lunch, you know. Work with, she lives in the town I work in now. Um, so I'll just be over there hanging out. She's got Hallmark on. I'm just sitting here like, I don't know what we're talking about. I'm watching this movie, Grandma. Zip it. We and do. I used to think they were stupid. We do have it. We do have it. Yes. <laughs> Turning that on tonight. <laughs> yeah. Making some hot chocolate. No, nah, I'm not going to be that cheap. <laughs> yes, you are. Just sitting there by myself like, oh, Reese, get off the couch. <laughs> yeah, we, Hallmark TV right there. It's a network. It's on YouTube TV. <laughs> it's a network. <laughs> I'm watching it right now. <laughs> hey, good for you. Cool. All right, the more you know. Yep. Uh, back to sports. Other football things going on. Kyler Murray is back, uh, which was interesting. We kind of wondered, is he going to play? Is he going to come back? Uh, he did. And for the Cardinals, I guess if you're a Cardinals fan, you're probably you're probably happy about it. I guess you won though. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> you did beat Atlanta. Uh-huh. Atlanta's kind of competing for the South right now, so you know maybe you can find some victory there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will also say the NFC West does feel open uh, for a second place because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's really coming down to Seattle, Los Angeles, and Arizona right there with those three, duh. But the the 49ers are just leaps and bounds ahead. It feels like when everybody's on the field, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead there, but you have to have everyone on the field there for San Francisco if they're going to be good and that and playing that well. But, like, Arizona, like, you're not. At the same time I say that, like, I'm just going to mm-hmm. absolutely – let's just throw all that off the table. Arizona doesn't stand a chance this year, even not with Kyler year. Murray being back. Like, I just – you got the win, but it's not going to be that much of a thing. And at one point, at what point are you just going to realize that and go, "All right, let's not have this guy hurt for next year." I'm kind of surprised they brought him back. They're two yeah. and eight right now. They would have the fourth overall pick in the draft. Like, why not just sit him for the whole year and get the guy yeah. you want? Like Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, just set yourself up. Like, that's the guy we want, and that's the guy we need to make sure we get. Yeah. Or are you even just if you're the Cardinals, are you seeing? Is this our guy, or do we need to move on? Like, are, yeah. can Kyler Murray come and play and be successful, or do we need to try to get Caleb Williams or Drake May? Because if you're drafting a number four, like maybe that's the case, and maybe they win a couple games here and there because of it, but maybe they do get a look at Kyler and decide, yes, we're we're going to keep him around. He's our maybe not quarterback of the future, but he's our quarterback right now. Yeah, uh, that we're going to roll with because you do have a big decision to make. Are you going to try to get rid of him and get one of these rookie quarterbacks? Or are you going to keep him and let him play? I don't know what the right move is. Somebody will get fired if they're wrong. But who do you maybe think let him play. ends up with a number one pick at the end of the year? Like, who do you think ends up being the worst team? Because if it is Carolina, they just took Bryce Young. So that pick's going to be traded. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody else that is the value of number one that we are just well, not Panthers, talking about right now? The Panthers pick now goes to Chicago. Oh, that's right. Duh. Silly me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm the, literally looking at it right here. The Bears have very good odds of having that first overall pick because they have Carolina's pick, which is already kind of looking like a bad trade, mm-hmm. which really sucks. <laughs> but like, already kind of looking not good. Good for Chicago, who's yeah. going to have the first overall pick. And they're probably in the quarterback market, too, with Justin Fields. I, 
did he even play on Sunday? I don't even know if he played. No, I don't think he did. Um, so let's say sh- on Thursday they played Thursday. He didn't play. Hmm. Even looking at New England, New England's probably going to quarterback. Arizona trying to figure it out. Should, let's say the season ended today with the draft order here. Chicago would have the first pick and the fifth pick. You might be in a spot where you land Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. And you get to match that with DJ Moore and Cole Komet and a slew of running backs. Or uh, that left tackle out of Penn State is very good mm. as well. Like you just go quarterback, left tackle. Yeah. And now you've got it figured out because the receivers aren't bad. Yeah. Like said. Or maybe at pick five, you could go Marvin Harrison Jr. Because looking at these, the draft order, like you said, the Panthers would have the first overall pick, but that belongs to Chicago. They probably need a quarterback. Number two overall, though, is an interesting one. The New York Giants. They just paid Daniel Jones, but they didn't pay him, like, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Do they need a quarterback? And I know they can't get out of it till next year. We've seen teams just go ahead and show, like, all right, like we'll pay that for a year. Yeah. Because we're going to get a quarterback on a rookie deal. Exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll take the, you know, the burn of this for a year and then mm-hmm. keep moving forward. Yep, make him be the backup for mm-hmm. a year. And then get rid of him after that if you can. I think the Giants, if you're drafting at number two overall, and you have Drake May and Caleb Williams sitting there, you've got to really consider, do we want a quarterback? Yeah. And for Daniel Jones, he might be on the way out. And looking at number three, the New England Patriots, Mac Jones got benched on Sunday. <laughs> so Almost I, cried in his press conference. I have a, a joke about this <clears throat> from a conversation you know that I had earlier today at lunch. Excuse me. Mac Jones gets benched on the last series of the game. Watches Bailey Zappi throw a game-ending interception. Like, I guarantee you, he's sitting there like, well, I could have yeah. done that. Like, if that's how we were going to end, like, shoot, you might as well just leave me yeah. in the game. I would have threw it in completion. We had the same ending, yeah. Not an interception, shit. at least. I think the Patriots have to go quarterback. And I think that the Patriots, they probably won't. They should consider firing Bill Belichick. At a minimum, so? they should fire him as the GM. Yeah. And say, hey, bud, thanks for your time. You just focus on coaching. Yep. Just look at these guys. You, we can't have you trying to play GM and head coach. It's you just, not just out anymore. come be the head coach in these next couple of years because you're you're two and eight. They look absolutely awful. Their last couple drafts are very bad. I like, think it. You got to stop listening to your best friend Nick Saban about who's good. It did not work <laughs> out for you yeah. this year with Mac Jones. And they, they might need to do some real overhauling. I think we've realized that Tom Brady is the reason for the Patriots' success during mm-hmm. that. But, like, Bill Belichick's discipline and ability to keep everybody in check played his part as well. But for Tom Brady to just keep you in football games and out of tough situations. Yeah. He gets that, that last laugh. Like Exactly. Like, that has not gone unnoticed since it's, it's uh, just been Bill Belichick in New England. Like Shaq and Kobe when they had their separation. Like, mm-hmm. okay, who was really the one responsible? Shaq went and won a championship with the Heat. Yep. But then Kobe came back and was like, yeah, I'm going to win more of these. Yeah. And I think you really, at least for me, in my opinion, you realize that Kobe was the dude. Yep. Keeping it all together, his drive, his work ethic. And then you had Shaq, who was a great player, but kind of rode Kobe's coattails. Yeah. It was just like, like yeah, I'll get in shape during the season. It's fine. I'm dominant mm-hmm. enough as it is. Like, Yeah. Kobe's going to handle it for the first 82 games. Yep. I'm going to show up in the playoffs and be really good. But I think that's, I think you're right. That's kind of what we're seeing with the Patriots. Of Belichick is a really good coach. Maybe the greatest, most accomplished coach of all time. Yeah. But it is strengthening the case for Tom Brady's the GOAT. Because they look 
awful yeah. without him. And it has been a quick decline there uh, for New England. And then, like you said, Arizona at four, you've got to figure out what you need. That might be a spot for Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, the Chicago Bears. And then the Green Bay Packers are drafting at six, yeah. which is they've been sub- like quietly bad. Not surprisingly. Mm-hmm. I think if we looked at their three and six record before the season started, a lot of us would have been like, Yeah, I can see that. They're just they can't find a way to be consistent. Like, like they've not found their identity yet, which is understandable in a sense moving on to a new quarterback, but at the same time it's like that was the only position that changed on the field for you guys. Like you still had your receivers, like Christian Watson, you know who it is. Mm-hmm. You have your tight end, you have Aaron Jones at running your back, coaching you have got staff. AJ Dillon, the whole coaching staff. Your defense, of course, still there. Why haven't you found your identity yet? Like, what are what are your strengths, and why are you not, you know, continuing to grow on and develop those? That's my question for the Packers right now. Yeah, because they do. They have, and maybe it's just the fact that we can't stay healthy. They've been dealing with a lot of injuries this year. Yeah, like, that has played a factor. Jordan Love's not playing bad. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been great. He has been Aaron Rodgers. Yep. But he hasn't been playing bad either. But they're another team. Do they go quarterback? Like. You're looking at the top six teams. They could all need a quarterback. There are not six good quarterbacks in this draft. They're in a spot where they either trade up to get a guy that they truly want or you're paying Jordan Love. Yeah. I think they might have him for like one more year. I thought they just did that one-year extension, right? For this year? Because they they redid it and just did a one-year extension for it. Mm -hmm. You might be right. I don't remember. Because Packers, I mean, the Packers are in a real spot where it's like, ooh, can mm-hmm. we go get Caleb Williams? Caleb Williams in Green Bay would be fun. He's on contract next year, too. Mm. Not for very much. Um, so, like, if if you wanted to go get your guy, like you said with Daniel Jones, bench him. He's been a good backup quarterback yeah. for you. Put him on the bench and see what happens. But, I mean, I think it's just crazy looking at these top teams. We're at six if the, draft ended, if the season ended right now. The top six teams could use a quarterback, and sitting there at number seven is the Los Angeles Rams. What are they doing with Matt Stafford? Like, is it time to... Yeah. Weren't there rumors, am I wrong here, that Sean McVay wanted to get rid of Matt Stafford as well? Like, was done oh, with him? I didn't know that. I thought I heard that in the offseason. Maybe I'm that's wrong. That's kind of surprising. But, like, maybe that's a thing. Will Levis, uh, the Titans are drafting at eight as of now. I think Will Levis has bought himself another season to be the starter. Atlanta at nine. They need a quarterback. They've already yeah. benched theirs this year. There's so many quarterbacks. Maybe they can teams. trade for somebody. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they can trade for Justin Fields. Maybe they can trade for a Kyler Murray if Arizona decides mm-hmm. to be done with it. Uh, Kirk Cousins is going to be available most likely because, and you know, that's yeah. another team there with the Vikings of what are they going to do? Josh Dobbs has been in and he's been good, but let's be honest. This is just the new Ryan Fitzpatrick of the NFL. Yeah, I think so too. Like we're gonna get a couple more games of like, oh my gosh, like Josh Jobs, this is it. Mm-hmm. And then full team will be like, all right, like we found the weakness here, mm-hmm. let's exploit it. And yeah, or he, maybe he goes on a hell of a run here with the Vikings. Could be cool. I just highly. I mean, doubt if you're him. the Vikings, you probably bring him back at least as your backup quarterback. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I would. I would try to do that. And he might even appreciate the fact of like, hey, this is the team that finally brought me in and and let me play a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seems to be not very happy with the Cardinals, who told him. You're not getting traded. You're not getting cut. You're going to be here. He's not there anymore. Actually, they gave us the six. See ya. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I don't blame him for being mad about that either. Don't lie to a dude's face. Yeah. Um, but, like, what do they do? They, I would bring back Josh Dobbs. Not as my starter. 
I like his story. He seems like he's probably a good dude. He's not coming back to my team as a starter, but there are just so many teams that need a quarterback. Like Just continuing on, the commanders, I think they're okay with Sam Howell for now. Tampa Bay, they probably need a quarterback. Like if they, if they can get one, they're going to. If not, they might just have to live with Baker Mayfield again. But that's the top 11 teams. You could really make a case for nine of them needing a quarterback. And that's with the Titans having Will Levis and the Commanders having Sam Howell. Those yeah. are not like, oof, you've got your quarterback. In the next two years, they could need a quarterback as well. Where did all the good quarterbacks go? It happens fast. I feel like three years ago, right. we were sitting here like, every team in the league has got a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like Everyone's locked up. We're good. Yeah. Fast forward to now. <laughs> man, these guys stink. Was, I think it was maybe even like Marcus Mariota. Like, man, he's just got nowhere to go. Yeah. He's going to have to go be it, a backup it, somewhere. Yep, yep, that's exactly what it was. Him and Jameis Winston. Yeah. It, it was like, I mean, they turned out to be bad. Yeah, but very true. It, it was like, man, these guys almost need a second shot. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton was another one. Like, yeah. Is Where's he, he even at now? Is he a... Is he a cowboy? I thought, but I don't know no, if he is anymore. No, I think he's a panther. That's right. I did know that. Yeah, great call. Yeah, that's where he is, right? <laughs> now I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I was trying to look it up real quick. He's played for so many teams, it's actually hard to figure out who he plays for. Carolina Panthers. Look at us. There we go. We know it. Live. Uh, yes. Um, let's move on to some college football. Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. That whole situation on Friday, the Big Ten comes out and they suspend him for the rest of the regular season. Mm -hmm. He tries to get a restraining order against the conference that allows him to coach. (laughs) That didn't work. On Friday, they're supposed to have another hearing, which is just bananas. I mean, you think the NCAA is bad, and now you're going against the conference of saying, we didn't do anything wrong. You know what? That's not even what they're saying. They're saying, yeah, we did something wrong, but everybody else did it too. Yeah. Which is just such a weird thing. And it also bothers me when sports use our legal system for things that really are just not that important. Yes. Like, yeah. stop. Stop going to court over this. Like, just take your suspension and go about your day. It's just, it feels... A little bit ridiculous. And I'm right on board with you. And, you know, when you have so many other coaches in the conference that come out and be like, yeah, like, sign stealing is just part of the game. Like, mm-hmm. during the game, you know, you're sitting there trying to figure out what they're calling what they're doing with it, and they're trying to do the same thing to us. It's just part of it. Did they go a little extra step? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy's fired. He's not there anymore. Slap him on the wrist. Give him a penalty, and let's be on our way. But, yeah. like, Jim Harbaugh has been hosish. I mean, missed the first four games of the season. Now he's missing <laughs> well, the hamburgers. last four. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, just leave the guy alone. I'm not a big Harbaugh guy. And like him coming out and saying Michigan was America's team felt corny. Like, mm, no, I don't think they are. I don't know if there is one in college football. It's not Michigan, though. If there like was Notre America's Dame, team. Alabama. No, I, just, I don't know. Those teams don't. Who's got that Dallas Cowboy? All right. I don't know that there is one. But it's even like the Texas Longhorns. The team so that many just people gives hate you them. Lots of hope oh, and lets that's... you down every year. Well. Texas. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> right there in the same state. Shoot. Yeah. Because even I'm like, no, everybody hates the Texas Longhorns. Oh, shit. <laughs> Everyone base. Yep. hates the mm, Cowboys. So much hope coming into the year. Uh-huh. All the money success. and resources yep. that you need. Still find ways yeah. to just choke it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they almost did again. 
on Saturday. Oh, man. I'm getting so tired of watching their games. I'm getting nervous. Like, Iowa State and Texas Tech are trap games, you know, yeah. especially because last week was like, oh, they should be fine. They almost weren't. So, yeah. And I saw a clip, you know, where the other day, and you're sitting here looking at it, and the college football committee is going to be left in a spot, possibly, where there is no right decision capable of being made. Let's say Texas wins out to Big 12, they're the outright winner. Alabama wins out to SEC, they beat Georgia, but Texas has the win over Alabama. Florida State wins out, wins the ACC undefeated. Ohio State wins out, beats Michigan undefeated. Who's in the college football playoff and who's out? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the like, Pac-12 team sitting right there. A lot of people love Washington. Oregon. Yes, Washington was the other one. Washington right goes undefeated, mm-hmm. wins out. Or even if you put Oregon in there, right? They go through I think it's going to get real Washington. messy with the college football playoff. Because right now, I think it's it's okay mm-hmm. if these teams do win out. Yep. Because you're going to end up with four undefeated. It's going to get really messy when Alabama upsets Georgia. Yep. And they might. Georgia... Mm-hmm. Like they've had some, they had that close game against Mizzou, but like looking at the rest of their schedule, that might yeah. be the toughest team they've truly faced this year. Yeah, and then like you if have I'm Alabama, being like who's completely honest, yeah, very well right now. Yep. So I would not be surprised at all, and they are going to play in the SEC championship game. I wouldn't be surprised. Or you look at Washington and Oregon. Good luck beating Oregon on a neutral field. Yeah, yeah, uh, because they look very like good. Bo Nix, you know, it, there was another thing I saw today. Like Bo Nix's numbers are very comparable to what Marcus Mariota's were when he won the Heisman that year. Mm-hmm. He's just like, man, it sucks. He got Jane Daniels on the other side of it, still just kind of balling out. But his team is just kind of really letting him down defensively. Yeah, but like Bo Nix is playing at a Heisman level. Mm-hmm. Like Oregon is stacked, and they are dominating teams. Yeah, and the Heisman just a little over a month, under a month away. Now, we talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Nobody is really still taking charge of it. Jaden Daniels did his best. Mm-hmm. Like 500 total yards, 300 passing, 250 rushing was absolutely phenomenal. But LSU, they're not winning a lot of games. Yeah. But his numbers, in his case for the Heisman, it reminds me a lot of Lamar Jackson. Like We don't really have that legit dude at the top who's winning a bunch of games and putting up numbers. Let's just go with the guy who's putting up all the numbers. Yeah. yeah but like you mentioned, like Bo Nix is getting a lot of attention, and deservedly so. Yep. Because I, he was a laughing stock at Auburn. Um, He's not anymore. He's so these conference championship games, they're in a factor of the Heisman voting, right? Yeah, I so think Bo Nix falls out against Washington that. and has a big game. We're probably looking at it like, well, there's a Heisman moment right there. There's a Heisman victory. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully voters aren't submitting – early they can do that they would do that they can i think ballots are due like a certain time i I mean some heisman voters are just a bunch of old dudes that are just barely still alive but get to cast a vote so uh, yeah some of them probably already have like an idea of who they're going to vote for maybe you haven't submitted your ballot it's probably not out yet yeah but you know who you're going to vote for and you've stopped watching Weeks ago. Uh, Caleb Williams' kid played yeah. pretty well a couple weeks ago. Right? Oh, yeah. he cried since then three times? Mm-hmm. Huh. Or, uh, you know, you get those OU quarterbacks. Like yeah. Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray are probably going to submit. Dylan Gabriel is uh, Heisman winner. It's, you know, And I don't blame them for that either because mm-hmm. I'd probably do the same thing. <laughs> if I went to a university and it was a player in a fraternity like that, yeah, I'd probably do it. I got you, brother. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about the Texas Longhorns. How about Texas A&M? They fired oh, their man. head coach, Jimbo Fisher, uh, who's just been 
bad at Texas A&M, despite having all the resources, all the money, right there in the best state to recruit for, they're going to have to pay him $77 million, fully guaranteed to not coach there anymore, which is the title of our episode today. Please fire me for $77 million. <laughs> I would... I'd be the happiest guy. I, would like, do. I don't know if I'd be sad losing the job. And he's probably going to get like a TV deal somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Like at ESPN or you know Fox, big Fox, new kickoff. Yeah. Oh, Urban Meyer's going to Texas. Well, yeah, I was going to say when yeah. Urban Meyer takes that A and M job. Yeah, Jimbo's going to slide yeah, right into that chair. Hilarious, kind of, but also kind of scary. It is scary, but except for every time A and M gets a big coach, they've been doing this since I was in high school. They'll get a coach, and it's like this is the dude who's going to turn it around. Yeah. No, it's not. Like, but I, hey, we Texas has been doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Strong, then Herman. Oh, now we're looking yeah. at Sark, and it's like Sark. But Texas A and M has been doing it for twenty five years. <laughs> okay, that's a fair point. Yeah, we had Mac Brown for, for a while. Yeah, uh huh. Lived through that era. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Texas A and M. I just I. I'm kind of surprised that they can't win more games. I know they're in the SEC, and that's tough. But, I mean, they're paying recruits a ton of money. Yeah. I mean, those they're guys paying are your coaches tons now, of money. They? they did that right. last year, so mm-hmm. it should be. Um, you should start seeing some success. We, your guy, Bobby Petrino, the offensive yeah. coordinator mm-hmm. there. Oh, I'm aware. He I follows remember, me on Twitter still. Really? Got it. <laughs> I remember seeing a lot of tweets like, man, wait till Petrino gets his hands on these five-star recruits. Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> You're actually pretty bad. Just need a little bit more time. <laughs> yeah. Like, he probably he probably won't be back. Then he goes back to Mo State. His son-in-law is the head coach now, so there's a possibility where it's like, hey, bub, <laughs> scoot on over. Daddy's back. Daddy's back. Exactly. <laughs> Daddy is back. And I would love it for Missouri State because Missouri State had a down year last year, and it's kind of all right this year. But like, he brought in some serious recruits. He hit the transfer portal, and he made some stuff happen for Missouri State, and there was some excitement there. Yeah. Like, you look at Missouri State's football program right now, just social media presence alone, it's increased. Mm-hmm. Fans at the game, they're there. Tailgating <laughs> scene, phenomenal. Really? We just need the product on the field. Yeah, that's the tough part. Go Bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, my alma mater. Pretty damn Looking good at football. Pretty though. damn good, dog. Start playoffs this Saturday at home. Yeah, I know. I actually you was going? looking. No, no. Nope. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> not him either. Duh. I was looking. Dude, plenty. Of, no, it's actually saved time. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the schedule. Like, I was surprised. I touchdown. To see it because Pitt State was on there. But they are, they're playing very well this year, too. Oh, that's A&M, uh, Jimbo Fisher, a couple little stats. He is owed $77 million, fully guaranteed. But they have to pay a portion of that. Over the next 60 days. That number in the next 60 days is $19 million. That's just going to hit the account. Boom. Perfect for Christmas. Have fun for Christmas. Yeah, man. What do you want? You want a house? I got you. Is this where you say, hey, do me one last favor? Take that at the beginning of next year, huh? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Let me go ahead and get through the taxes of this year. Go ahead and uh-huh. get that. Hit me that January five. I'm going to let you go ahead and extend that yeah, until yeah. January. Give me one last. You fired me. This is my only request. Yeah. I asked to keep the job. You said no. If you're, have if you're A&M, though, and you have that money, like, no, you're getting it in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> we will have that to middle you finger up by to Christmas. Don't you worry. You are paying this year's taxes on it. <laughs> And then after that $19 million that he's going to get in the next two months, he is going to get eight annual payments of $7 million. God. 
<laughs> we need to find out when Texas A&M is paying him. I'm about to send Fisher a message like, hey, you need an assistant? Dog? Venmo request. <laughs> 150 a year. 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the kind of stuff I would do if I had that kind of money. Yeah. Or like Elon Musk. Like, if hey, someone sent me a, a Venmo request, like 20 grand student loan, he's like, buy it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And then I'd blow through so all So I'm just going to start searching for these guys on Venmo huh? now. Isn't, there's a guy on Twitter that does it. Yeah. He don't ever respond. I don't. Is it real? No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Do you know who I'm talking about? I've seen him, but I can't even think of what his at is. Or it's like uh, philanthropist or something like that. World's best or biggest. Yeah, something like that. Self-titled. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. give people money. Mm-hmm. I'm I not always one of those it. people. I've responded. I've thrown my at in there a couple times. Never got anything. Again, someone writes me a check for fifty grand. My life's different. <laughs> very, very, very happy. Well, I, let me say. I'm debt free. <laughs> Everything combined, all good. Don't you worry. I'm that's better find, than a lot. Of, that's better than a lot of people can say. I'm so gonna find ways to blow that money. I will after I spend it uh-huh. on. Like I would make sure I'm debt free, but then I'm gonna inevitably spend it on something that puts me right back in debt. Yeah, but I'll make payments on it this time. <laughs> no, just kidding. I do make my payments now. Don't let me say that. But now <laughs> it's just like yeah. I just, now I made it sound real bad. Like I'll do it yeah, now. No, I'm good. I'm a grown up now. <laughs> yeah. I promise. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for us today. We <laughs> what appreciate What a bad way guys. to end for me. What a bad look. <laughs> Listening uh, wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, or live in the call-in app. We appreciate you being with us on a Tuesday. Like I said, uh, holiday schedule. Is just, it's been crazy this week. Uh, we are off next week. Uh, we're going to celebrate the holidays with our families, with our friends, and we hope you guys do the same. But we appreciate you guys, and we will talk to you all again real soon.